When we have new requirements or new impacts from external factors like COVID-19, we need to be able to react quickly and make sure that these very critical processes and functions can adapt. Hi, I'm Megan Fee, and this is GRC and Me, where we interview industry thought leaders in governance, risk, and compliance on hot topics, industry-specific challenges, trends, and more to learn about your methods, solutions, and outlook in this space. On today's episode, we speak with Suyin Liao, who's the Director of Customer Success at Logigate, and whose prior experience as a cybersecurity consultant at PwC allowed her to advise clients across multiple industries on their IT and IT security programs. And it's with this experience that she speaks with me today on the concept of flexible data models for GRC. But we also discuss another way that Logigate is leveraging their Logigate Risk Cloud Graph database with a contest for its employees. And now, here is our episode with Suyin. Hi, Suyin. Thank you for joining us. So happy to be here, Megan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm really looking forward to our discussion today about the impact on flexible data models. So can you start us off by telling us a little bit more about what is a flexible data model and how might it be used in the context of GRC or governance, risk, and compliance? Yeah, absolutely. So I will be honest, I don't have like a formal definition for what a flexible data model is. And I did try to Google it and I couldn't really find an official (laughs) one. (laughs) But I'll I'll definitely share what we think of of in terms of a flexible data model at Logigate and how we use that to power our risk cloud platform. So when we think of a flexible data model, we're really thinking about how can we bring together disparate objects within an organization that you know, power their processes and their programs and facilitate the relationships between them so that we can track and manage those important data relationships within an organization. But in a lot of cases, especially in legacy technology, when you were building that data model within a platform, you were often kind of stuck with what you designed during your initial implementation or onboarding. Mm -hmm. And so this concept of a flexible data model is that you're not stuck. You will have the ability after you create your initial data structure to make adjustments and be flexible based on how your organization and your requirements change over time. And so from the GRC perspective, this is absolutely 100% applicable to really all of the customers that we work with, because we know that while there are pretty standard data structures for most GRC use cases, for example, if we were to think about enterprise risk management, it's pretty standard that you would have a risk register, risk assessments, mitigations, you know, those kind of three standard data objects. But we also see that in many organizations, They have different hierarchies when they think about their risk register. Maybe they have different methodologies when it comes to their risk assessments. And so through the flexible data model, we're able to start with what we might think of as a standard data structure, but then be able to make adjustments and iterate as the organization requirements dictate. 
That is really interesting. And I can see the impact of that, having that iterative approach, innovative approach to keep up with the changing needs of the business. And I think a lot of folks who are running GRC programs weren't anticipating pandemic and they maybe needed to iterate and include new health and safety controls into their control repository. And I can see how they might use the flexible data model to really change the way that they run their program, but also just how they look at this in a broader lens. So what are some advantages that you think can be provided to the business when using a flexible model over maybe the more traditional models that are in GRC today? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think you definitely hit on one, which is just, you know, when we have new requirements or new impacts from external factors like COVID-19 impacting a business, we need to be able to react quickly and make sure that these very critical processes and functions that GRC functions are responsible for can adapt and address them as quickly as possible. And I think with the health and safety example you provided, that's a great example. We've definitely had many customers who have been thinking through how they might need to adjust their GRC programs to facilitate those new requirements. If we were stuck with a rigid data model, this would take months, if not years, to be able to introduce, let's say, like you said, a new control set or a new process or workflow to help facilitate Mm -hmm. some of these health and safety compliance assessments or quality checks, whatever it might be. But with the flexible data model, today, if we had, let's say, built in a customer's risk cloud platform, their business units underneath that, uh, key business functions, and then underneath that assessments, If we wanted to be able to better understand what are those key business units doing and what are some of their critical services that we need to maintain for business continuity and recovery purposes during this time, it's super easy for us to just slot that new data object into our data model and allow for us to get the insights based on that new relationship that we've defined in the platform to help facilitate that type of critical activity. We have a lot of other examples that maybe are less, you know, focused on this unique scenario that we're facing right now with coronavirus. But just thinking of other day-to-day examples, I think as companies change, we've had a lot of examples of customers going through merger and acquisition type activities. And when that happens, their, you know, entire organizational structure might be shook up, let alone their GRC data structure. Yeah. And that definitely has impacts on their GRC program. And with the flexible data model, we're able to slot things in where they're needed, you know, maybe reconnect or draw lines a little bit differently between related data objects mm-hmm. and easily kind of mold to fit the new requirements. Now, we mentioned a couple and you drilled into a couple of the benefits of the flexible data model. So it's, Mm -hmm. I would think that every organization would want to move towards this and away from any other model. But what obstacles do you see organizations facing when they move to this type of flexible model? Yeah, absolutely. Along with the good, there's definitely some challenges sometimes. I think part of the flexibility that comes along with this type of data model Obviously, like we said, it gives you the ability to move quickly, make changes as needed. But along with that, sometimes it's kind of like you have this 
blank canvas where you have all this opportunity to make the design decisions that you want to make. And sometimes that opportunity to do whatever you want to do can be scary because, you know, you don't want to design something in the wrong way that a year down the road you realize is is the incorrect approach. And so I think that's definitely one of the biggest challenges that we have with this having such a flexible data model. And that's why when we work with our clients at Logicate, we make sure that we're, we're, one, picturing the flexibility of the platform, but also, two, bringing along a lens of our expertise in the GRC space, sharing best practices, you know, sharing common standard approaches that we've seen work time and time again at similar client organizations, and combining that, of course, with each customer's unique and deep understanding of how their organization works and what makes their data structure a little bit unique. And that's easier said than done. You know, I think there's a lot of best practices that we encourage our customers to embrace so Mm -hmm. that they don't get caught up in kind of all the possibilities Mm -hmm. of the flexible data model and making sure that we're designing things for the right reasons and still trying to keep things as simple as possible. And so one of the, the best practices that our customer success team shares with every single customer that we work with is the concept of keep it simple. Don't try to get it perfect on the first go. As we've talked about, you don't need to get it perfect and it doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be as robust, you know, from day one, because we have the ability to be flexible and make changes as needed over time. And so that's one of the, the very important things that we talk about. Another piece of it is just making sure that Before we dive into the technology and really start to bake out this data model in the platform itself, another best practice that we encourage is making sure that we've taken a step back and really gained true alignment between all of the necessary stakeholders and parties that will be using the platform and have a clear definition on what our requirements and needs are. And one of the best ways that we facilitate this is by actually creating a visual of our flexible data model uh, before we even get into the tool. And this allows customers and their key stakeholders within the organization to get aligned on what are those key data objects and how do we relate them and why are those relationships important? And another very important thing that we discuss as part of building those data structure diagrams is ultimately, what are the insights and outcomes that you're hoping to achieve from a reporting perspective, et cetera? Because that often will inform, you know, based on how our risk cloud platform works and what some of the product functionalities dictate, what data objects need to exist and where they should be placed in the data structure. So while we've talked about you don't need to get it perfect on the same time, there's certainly benefit to making sure that we have at least high level alignment on the vision before we start to build. And that reminds me, we recently talked with PwC and they talked about that a little bit about thinking about the end vision of like the data and the insights that you want to 
share with stakeholders or your board of directors or with leadership, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, what are those insights you need and kind of backing into that? Okay, what what needs to happen to get those insights? And so exactly. thinking about it holistically, right, before you get in the tool. But I can see mm-hmm. how it's a lot less pressure for folks who are running a GRC program because it is so iterative. And a lot of this is going to be, I call it road tested, right? When you're working with your business stakeholders and you're the first line of defense, you're going to learn about things and, and areas to improve your program. It sounds like the flexible data model is really the only way to do that and also takes a lot of pressure off GRC teams to spending years to work, you know, I call it in the lab. They're in the lab, they're developing these processes, or they haven't rolled it out to the teams yet and everyone's really anticipating this product launch to help them. Meanwhile, it sounds like with Logic Gates Risk Cloud and the flexible data model, they can have something that's out there delivering value and then it's iterative. And so it's mm-hmm. addressing business challenges and pains, but you're not beholden to what you set up on day one. That sounds like what you're seeing with your customers as well, right? Definitely. And that iterative approach, I think a key thing that's so valuable from being able to do that is your end users are going to be one of the most important inputs to helping you to define, you know, really what that data structure should be and how it can best support them. And, you know, while many teams do try to get that end user input early on, you really can't truly understand what their experience is going to be like, like you said, until they really are in the tool actually using it. And so that I think is another huge benefit of having this flexible data model is you're able to really kind of use legitimate usage of the tool is almost kind of like a pilot over and over and over again to make sure you're getting that, that valuable feedback. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. All right, cool. Well, we've talked a lot about the flexible data models, kind of pitfalls to avoid and things to consider. We'd I'd love to mix it up a little bit on this last question. I know that at Logicate, we're leaning into the power of our flexible data model. And we actually recently launched Logicate Risk Cloud IRL. So for those not familiar, IRL in real life, So you can tell us a little bit about what this competition is all about and and some ideas that you've heard. Yes, I am so excited about Logigate Risk Cloud IRL. And I have to give a shout out to two of our team members, Delaney and Jacob on our BizOps and product team who are really spearheading this initiative. It's such a fun idea and it really does highlight the power of the flexible data model. What we're trying to do with this competition is show people that While, of course, flexible data models are super beneficial to GRC practitioners, the beauty of this flexibility is we can also manage many, many other types of processes in the risk cloud as well. And so what we're trying to do is encourage all of our employees to think outside the GRC box and come up with another unique use case that they could build and operationalize in the risk cloud platform. So for example, Delaney, she has built out a application, a risk cloud application to manage her cookie service. Delaney is an avid baker. Yes. And I I think we've both been lucky enough to try some of her baked goods. Oh yes. (laughs) And during um, some of the shutdown, she's been leaning a lot into baking a lot of cookies, experimenting with new recipes. And she built an application essentially to be able to track all of the different cookies that she is making and get reviews from the people that she's able to share them with. And 
tracked the progress of, of her baking skills in that way. I think another thing she built into it is the ability to request cookies. So I will obviously be requesting oh, yeah. some cookies from her as well. But it's just such a fun way to highlight that when we have this flexibility at our fingertips, we truly can build, you know, whatever our requirements need. And in this case for Delaney, it was getting a handle on her cookies. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. And I agree. I will be requesting that soon. So Yes. All right. Fantastic. We'll see you. In. Thank you yet again for joining us on another episode of GRC and Me. Thank you, Megan. It was wonderful to chat today. Sounds good. This is Megan Fee with GRC and Me.